This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Tara from Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm a curvy, fun, body positive coach and personal trainer. I love business and fitness. Do you have the tools you need to be a rock star in fitness, a healthy love of yourself, and help from me? And sifting through health news will do that. I've got fitness topics and guests. Rock stars aren't born, they're bred in experience and fire. Let's do this together. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? (laughs) I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Plus Fitness with Tara. I'm Tara McDonald, and today I'm doing podcast number two of a series of four, and the topic is soul. Yeah, oh my gosh, where do I begin with this topic? I've thought about it a lot over the years. It started when I received a yellow Labrador puppy at age nine to take care of. After the first weekend, you firsthand that animals have souls, along with their purpose in life, along with yours. That dog taught me so much until she passed in my arms in 1994. She had a long battle with cancer, and she passed peacefully. But soul, back to it. I even studied it, the topic, soul, as a student of English literature at Trent University in Peterborough, Ontario in the 1990s. I was convinced I would become a medieval studies professor. Then I went to summer school at Cambridge University in England and realized that was not my future. I may be an introvert, but I need to relate to some people in social situations and without my nose completely stuck into books. One lecture in particular at Cambridge on medieval dolls with slides made my eyes water with tears of boredom. Nope, not for me. But back to it. So what happens with our soul? Is it the same thing as spirit? You hear it a lot. Mind, body, soul, mind, body spirit super soul sundays it gets tossed around in marketing and sales on us for products and services in all types of media social media print media radio media but what do we start with to look at this topic well allow me in this instance in this moment to start with a song there's a song i love that's played on the highway on sirius xm soul by lee bryce has this chorus i like your soul baby You've got that heart made of gold, baby. I'm going to love you till I'm old, baby. I just want to be your baby. It's also about love and connection. So what greater way to move from the love podcast to the soul podcast? What is a soul? Well, if you Google it, you get the answer that in many religious, philosophical, and mythological traditions, the soul is the incorporeal essence of a living being. Soul or psyche comprises the mental abilities of a living being, reason, character, feeling, consciousness, qualia, memory, perception, and thinking. 
As a meditation instructor, I look to Deepak Chopra a lot for guidance. His teachings and his meditations are things I follow and respect and work with. He states that often the two words are used interchangeably, but when they are differentiated, the usual distinction is that the soul is a more personalized aspect of our individuality that carries out our history and tendencies through time, whereas the spirit is our pure essence that expresses our universality. Our spirit is our divine spark without any qualification or limitation to it. In one instance, the British friend, one of the two main British Quaker periodicals at the end of the 19th century, published a piece in 1892 on excessive mourning at funerals. The author believed that overly strong mourning kept people from remembering their hope in heaven. It is here, finally, where we find the quote attributed to George MacDonald. Never tell a child, said George MacDonald, you have a soul. Teach him you are a soul, you have a body. As we learn to think of the things always in this order, that the body is but the temporary clothing of the soul, our views of death and the unbefittingness of customary mourning will approximate to those of friends of earlier generations. C.S. Lewis has often been attributed to the quote above. Chopra himself clarifies that it was George MacDonald. But C.S. Lewis is one of my favorite authors. Here's a quote from him I love on the topic of the soul. There must be, he states, whether the gods see it or not, be something great in the mortal soul. For suffering, it seems, is infinite and our capacity without limit. C.S. Lewis. Chopper is quick to point out that there's nothing particularly poetic or religious about his definition of soul. On the contrary, a soul is a person's awareness or consciousness in its most attentive, unstressed form. I am, as stated, a primordial sound meditation instructor from the Chopper Center, and I want to bring you towards a meditation that we do, that we're taught, um, that has four soul questions. Chopper's meditation method teaches us four soul questions. As you grow in self-awareness, you remove the blocks to your full potential and naturally live in tune with your true purpose. Meditation and reflection are essential tools in this journey of self-discovery. If you don't already have a regular meditation practice, Chopra and their teachings encourage you to begin one. But what are the four soul questions? Before you begin each meditation session, ask yourself the four soul questions. Who am I? What do I want? What am I grateful for? What is my dharma or purpose in life? As you continue to ask the questions and spend time each day in the expanded awareness of meditation, the answers will come, perhaps when you're meditating or perhaps when you're out in the world going about your everyday activities. Pay attention and notice when time seems to stand still, when you feel completely absorbed in what you're doing as you use your talents to serve yourself and others. Following these steps will expand your ability to follow the trail of your destiny as it unfolds before you moment by moment. Looking at our soul and thinking of the first episode of the series on love, I want to add in this quote by Elizabeth Gilbert. I saw her speak in Halifax about two years ago. She states, your problem is you don't understand what the word means. People think a soul mate is your perfect fit, and that's what everyone wants. But a true soulmate is a mirror, the person who shows you everything that's holding you back, the person who brings you to your attention so you can change your life. A true soulmate, she states, is probably the most important person you'll ever meet because they tear down your walls and smack you awake. But to live with a soulmate forever? Nah, too painful. Soulmates, they come into your life just to reveal another layer of yourself to you, and then they leave. Elizabeth Gilbert. Well, let's look at some religious highlights now on the topic of the soul. 
Whether or not you believe in the divine, a higher power, there are religious stories surrounding the topic of the soul and some things to mention in this podcast on the topic. What about Christianity? There are two main Christian viewpoints on this. One is called trichotomy, which is the belief that there's a spirit, soul, and body, where the soul and spirit are two distinct entities. The soul is said to be the mind, will, and emotions where we think and feel, whereas the spirit gives us the ability to have an intimate relationship with God and is made alive and perfect the moment we are born again. The other view is called dichotomy, which is the view that the spirit and soul are synonymous to each other and that soul is just another word for spirit. What about Buddhism? Well, in ancient Hinduism, the soul was called the Atman, and the basic Buddhist view was described as an Atman, no soul. A soul is considered to be something at our core that is single, independent, and unchanging. This isn't just a religious belief. Deep down, we all believe we have a soul. When I feel hurt, I must believe there is a separate me that is being hurt. In that sense, soul, self, and ego all refer to the same thing, our belief in a single, independent, and unchanging me, whether mundane or transcendent. The Buddha said that all phenomena, including us, are conditioned and all conditioned phenomena are impermanent. Far from being single, independent, and unchanging, we are made up of many parts, a product of causes and conditions, and constantly changing. Yet Buddhism does say we have an essential nature that transcends conditioned or material existence. In the Mahayana, this is called Buddha nature, the open expanse of awakeness in which all good qualities reside. Is this just another version of a soul? Well, it is if you think of it that way, if you try to identify yourself with it. But in reality, Buddha nature is said to be empty of all concepts of self and identity, as well as birth, nature, time, space, to be an Atman, if you will. So then after thinking about all this, I look to something I believe in, which is healing, energy healing, Reiki. Reiki is a beautiful healing art modality, becoming more popular as the world awakens to the needs of more holistic care options. Usu Reiki, by definition, is a spiritual healing with its roots in Japanese origin. The word Reiki comes from the Japanese Rei, which means universal life, and Ki, which means energy. It is a subtle and effective form of energy work using guided life force energy. Reiki is not associated with any religion, and people of all faiths and beliefs can benefit from this healing. Usai Shiko Reho, the Usai system of natural healing, is a Japanese healing art. This form was founded in Japan a little over 100 years ago by Mayako Usai, whose personal search to understand healing led him to Reiki. He developed his practice in Japan, and in 1937, Reiki was introduced to Hawaii by Hawaii Takata Sensei. It is passed on from master to student through teachings, a defined form of practice and initiation. The Japanese word Reiki can be translated as universal life energy, and the Usai system is a way of working with Reiki for healing of self and others. The word healing is used in the sense of regaining harmony and wholeness. Usai Shiki Reho addresses the whole person on the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual levels, and those that we cannot identify at the present. It has been defined by the former lineage bearer, Phyllis Lee Furumoto, as having four aspects, healing practice, personal development, spiritual discipline, and mystic order. These aspects accompany a central core of practice and philosophy referred to as the nine elements. The combination of all the elements and aspects and their interrelationships creates a system which has a proven, predictable capacity to take people along a profound path of healing, growth, and spiritual deepening. If any part is changed or left out, the form is no longer recognized and is considered at that point to be another form of Reiki practice. 
The importance and deeper meaning of the elements and aspects of the whole system is mainly beyond words and gradually unfolds through personal experience. The following is a brief outline. Four aspects. The first one, healing practice. Usai Shiki Raiho has as its basis self-treatment and a form of treatment to be used as a way to treat others. This is achieved through a series of laying on of hands treatment positions. Personal development. Through the practice of this system, the student is presented in everyday life with choices. These choices address underlying principles and beliefs that the student has acquired over the years of life. These principles and beliefs are often challenged as they may not be beneficial for the student's path toward authenticity. Spiritual discipline. Inherent in the regular practice of the form is the connection to spirit within each of us as a human being. This connection to spirit can result in students considering this practice as a spiritual path. Mystic order. Practice of Yusai Shiku Reho brings mystic experiences and a sense of connection common purpose with others following this path. So how does Reiki practice work? The honest answer to that is science we don't know. Science does not yet know the mechanism of action. But stress relief, calmness, and a feeling of connection are prevalent among Reiki energy clients. There are theories. One popular theory involves a phenomenon known as the biofield. The biofield is an electromagnetic field that permeates and surrounds every living being. In humans, this field extends 15 feet or more from the body. The heart, for example, produces an electrical field measured through an electrocardiogram or ECG to regulate heartbeats. The brain also produces an electrical field, though at a lower level than the heart. In fact, every cell in the body produces an electrical charge through positive and negative charges, which then create magnetic fields. According to this theory, the interaction between two human magnetic fields may explain the effects of touch therapies like Reiki. It is thought the biofield is a force that guides bodily functions and that Reiki energy influences the biofield. The biofield is thought to cause dynamic changes in its vibrational qualities that alter physiological and psychological functions in living beings. Then we talk about quantum physics in regards to Reiki, the study of how small particles like electrons, particles with a negative electric charge, and photons, particles of light, behave in an attempt to explain the interaction of energy and physical matter. It may also help explain how Reiki practice works. Physicists have found that these tiny particles of energy can be in more than one place at one time, and that thought or intention may change how the particles work. In other words, the Reiki practitioner may be able to gather and direct biofield energy to the recipient through thoughts and intentions. But what does Reiki have to do with the soul? It is involved with the calling of souls to its higher energy healing power. Souls, people who are them, feel that they want to help others, other people, other animals, the world around them, and become an energy healing. A soul's calling to awaken the spirit in each of us is the connection between soul and Reiki. Well, what else can I say? Have I made it more confusing? Perhaps. What I do know is this. I have a soul, and so do you, listener. And if we recognize that a little more and truly listen to the souls around us, we may achieve greater understanding of each other in this chaotic world we live in and we constructed. But that's it for now. That's my discussion on soul, part two of part of four. That's all I've got for this now, soul work. So from my soul, from yours, from, from me to yours, namaste and thank you for listening. Yours in health. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. 
Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. This is the EWN Podcast Network.